phone. You know, you know, you have the best church in America. When people walk up to you and give you Minnesota Vikings stuff. It's just the way it is. Somebody today, go Vikings. If you can't see that, that's number one. You hear me, yes or no? And we are number one. Hush your mouth. At least we were number one this week. Amen. Come on, that's sweet. I don't know who gave me that, but that's nice. Amen. We're going to put it right over here. Because the Lord don't usually help the Vikings when I talk about them too much on Sunday. He, don't, he wants me to talk about Jesus, not the Vikings. Amen. Come on, here we go. Here we go. Let's go to the message today. If it's your first time with me, and I, I know we always have folks out here for the first time, I'm a little bit odd. That's what makes me good. Okay, because I'm different. But we're going to learn today. We're going to use that big old screen. And I put my stuff up there and the scriptures up there. And today's a message that I'm so glad you're here. It's a life-changing message today. Especially if you've been in church. If you're a believer in Christ and you've been in church and you say, Well, I've been doing church. You came from this denomination or that denomination. Guys, sometimes we just, we can do better. We can do better than what we've done. And we can be better than what we've been. You hear me or not? And I want to be that. I want to seek a more excellent way. And there is a more excellent way that God has for the body of Christ. And it's from the Scriptures. And I'd like to share it with you today because I think a time that we live in right now, whether it's the end times, I don't know. But I know these are perilous times that we live in. And it's crazy stuff. If you'd have told many of you 30, 40 years ago that stuff would be going on today, you wouldn't believe it. Read a story last night. I don't tell you a lot of things I read. But uh, anyway, I read a story last night where, you know, it used to be drug cartels. Still have those. But now there's, there's a drug that's killing people across this country. And from Oxycontins to... And they're laced with fentanyl. And, and people are trying to make these pills. And they can just make them in their house. They can make hundreds of thousands of them in their basement. And they have the Internet. And people can go online and just buy them on the Internet. And then they take these pills. And often the mixture's not right. Not good for you either way. But if that mixture's not right, it can kill you just like that. It's crazy, guys. We live on a crazy planet right now. You hear me or not? Always been full of sinners. Amen? We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But I tell you what, if there's ever a time that the world needs love and the love of Christ, it's right now. That's the miracle today. That's the miracle. Not me flopping like a chicken. You hear me or not? Not people coming forward, be slapping them in the head. You know what people need? People actually need somebody to not take advantage of them. People need, I'm going to just use my word to screw them over. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Because that's how the world talks out there. Why don't they come to church? we got a bunch of seats. And we know they're going to get filled. we got a lot of people, recruits coming. They've been with us many years. A lot of people that come to this town and they love our ministry here. But you know what? I want to fill lots and lots of those seats with our town folk. You hear me? And we're not going to do it by me putting on some show or making something up here. Did y'all hear me? It's going to be us loving like we've never loved before. And people will respond to that. People will respond to love. Did you hear me or not? Let's talk about it today. Let's see what we can find in the message. I'm in a series called Body Language, Serving Him, Serving Them. Today's message is a message... Part two of last week's message, the body of Christ. And a lot of times I don't do a part two, but whatever, we're doing it, okay? The body of Christ. Don't look at that and go, I'm going to get bored to tears. If you're bored to tears, you're taking something. You hear me? You need to wake up. This is Sunday morning. This is the house of the living God. Amen. Say, come on, I'll do my best. You do your best. And let's see if we don't leave better than we came in. The body of Christ, if I had to... If I had to subtitle this today, it would be called A More Excellent Way. Say that with me. A More Excellent Way. One more time, a little louder. A More Excellent Way. There's a more excellent way for the body of Christ to function and to perform. We want to talk about it today. Rod, just let me roll, Bubba. 
The body of Christ, who is the body of Christ? Is it fellowship, church? Well, not necessarily. The body of Christ is made up of those who have personally placed their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. That's who the body of Christ is. Are you a believer in Jesus Christ? Or are you Catholic? Or are you Baptist? Or are you Methodist? Or are you, What are you? Are you saved? Can you answer that question? Are you a believer in Jesus Christ? Can you answer that question? You understand? If what I say, if you die, are you going to heaven? If you say, well, I'm a good person, there's a good chance you ain't going. If when I say, if you die, are you going to heaven? You know that for sure. If you say, well, I, you know, I go to church every Sunday. I give money to people. Or here's, a, here's one of my favorites. You know, Grandma used to take me to church and stuff. That's hilarious. What's so hard with you nailing that you're a believer in Jesus Christ? Would you humble yourself and say, it ain't about the preacher, it ain't about me, it ain't about my money, it ain't about my stuff, it ain't about my good looks or my good works. It's about, thank God for a good God who had His Son, and He died for me on a cross, and He rose from the dead. Are you a believer in Christ? That's how you get in the body of Christ. Yes or no? Y'all hear me or not? Good? So that's, that's, that's how you get in this body of Christ. There's one head in the body of Christ, and that's who? I'm not the head of the body of Christ. I'm the pastor of Fellowship Church. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you put your faith and trust in, in, in Gary Clark, you're going to go to hell. Quick. You hear me? Come on. Come on. We don't come here to worship me. Are you kidding me? Many of you are better than I'll ever be. I'm telling you what, I'm half crazy. I think things... One of the biggest things I do is confess my sins. One of the biggest things I say to the Lord is, thank you for not throwing me out with the trash. Thank you for loving somebody like me. I appreciate it, Lord. Amen. So listen, we don't worship a person or an institution. A lot of people, I'm scared for a lot of people, they worship a church. They worship a church. Their family puts pressure on them. If they go to another church where well, the gospel's preached that, oh my God, you've gone into a cult. Did you know it's not a cult to believe in Jesus Christ? Did y'all hear me? Yes or no? That's just a big fat devil's lie to shut people's mouths. You need to believe in Jesus Christ. Yes or no? There's one head. Who's his name? All other roads are a dead end. There's only one way to God the Father, Jesus Christ. And if you were taught differently, then you were taught differently. And it was wrong. Anybody ever told you something wrong in life? Say, yes or no. <laughs> well, that was wrong. God had one son. His name's Jesus. I, I, I know I'm hitting this hard, but why wouldn't I, right? Come on. The body of Christ. Now, there are many parts in the body of Christ. We talked about it last week. Many parts. What does that mean? There's just many of us that make up God's Bride, Jesus' bride. We're called the bride of Christ. Amen. But we're His body here on this earth. You might say, I saw Jesus last Friday. Well, then He left He left His seat at the right hand of God the Father to come see God. I don't think so. We're the, we're the body of Christ here on this earth. Did y'all hear me or not? We're the body of Christ here on this earth. People, when they see Jesus, they're going to see Him in us. If people aren't seeing Jesus, it's because they're not seeing Him in us, and us ain't doing a good enough job. Amen. So, what's the primary function of the body? Don't you say this about two times? If you say it loud, we won't, we won't pick on you too much. Ready? Let's start out pretty loud. Say this with me. The primary function of the body of Christ is... Pretty good. Let's do it again. A little bit louder. Come on, one more time. The primary function of the body of Christ is... Boom. Did you get it? That's who we are. That's the church. But I've been in the church I grew up in, which I'm thankful for. Very conservative, very strict. They preach Jesus and hell hot. And I'm glad, because I was headed there. But, but, I just don't think, I, I think they missed it on some of the love. Amen? 
And uh, maybe that's you. Maybe you're a lot like me like that. Well, guys, that was then and this is now. We're here right now in Inglewood, Florida. This is our town. Port Charlotte, Venice, Northport, all these beaches and islands out this way. This is where we live. I want this to be a church that loves people. We love Jesus and we what? That's what we say. We love who? And we love who? That's the primary function of our church. That's the primary function of our church. That's the, that's the umero uno of what we're supposed to be about. And I'm doing this little series right now, guys, because we're just finishing up all those seats. 500 more seats up here. Why in the world are we going to do something so stupid if we're not going to love people? Yes or no? If we're not going to love people, I'd just soon go hit the golf ball on Sunday morning and watch football all afternoon. But if we're going to love people, now that's the ticket for me. Yes or no? That's the ticket for me, baby. That's the ticket for me. And I want your help. And many of you are helping me. But I think all of us probably would say we can do a better job. We can do better. Yes or no? Amen. So that's our message. We're talking about it. I want you just to sort of watch with me as I read the love chapter. Chapter 13, the book of 1 Corinthians. Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels... And I have not love, I'm become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long. And is kind. Love envies not. Love vaunts not itself. Love is not puffed up. Love doesn't behave itself unseemly. Love seeks not her own, is not easily provoked. Love thinks no evil. Love rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues or languages, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part down here. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child... I spake as a child, and I understood as a child. I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as I am known. And now abides faith, hope, and love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. Is that powerful or what? Now, we've read that. Many of us have known that. We've memorized it. We even had it at a wedding or something. But guys, I'm going to tell you right now, our world today is missing that. I've lived a while now. I know what it is to be hurt. And be, be abandoned, feel like you're garbage. Thank God that people loved me. Who knows what I would have done to myself? I think I would have taken my own life if it hadn't been for the love of people. Did you hear me or not? Guys, there is another in the fire, and his name is Jesus. But how are people going to know there's another in the fire if we aren't Jesus? To those people. Did you hear me? When the Lord helped you through your mess in your life, can you look back and see, yes, God helped you, but can you see there was a person that He had that helped you? Let me see. Can you raise your hand if there was a person that came along and actually helped you. There was another in the fire, and God gets the credit. But God uses people, doesn't He, guys? And the church that just goes, you know, you just pray long enough and God will give you your miracle. These people in the world think you that we're lunatics when we do that. 
Did you hear me, yes or no? They need us to choose a more excellent way. God wants to work through me. He wants His power to flow through me in the form of love. Did you hear me? And love is not three, three words. I love you. That's not love. That's a statement. Love is time. And love is action. And love is giving. And love is caring. And love is relationship. Amen. So that's what we need in the church. So let's keep looking. So what causes a church? That's a local body of believers in Jesus Christ. What causes a church... A church not to function properly and effectively in love. What causes a church like ours to not function properly? Well, let's back it up. What does that mean? Well, we're in chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians. Let's back it up to 12. Okay? When the Bible was written, it was written as letters. They didn't have numbers. Chapter 1, chapter 2, it was a letter. And letter and numbers and verses were put in so you and I could see it better and it was easy to find and understand. I really appreciate that about them having our Bible that way. But you've got to know that right after chapter 12 came what chapter? After chapter 12 came what chapter? So when he's talking chapter 12, he's leading into chapter 13. So let's see what chapter 12 said about the church. Why do churches not function effectively in love? Well, that there be no schism in the body of Christ, or in the body of believers. Schism. We'll talk about it. But that the members should do what? Have the same what? Care one for another. Whether one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members do what? There's so much envy in the church. There's so much, you know, just looking down people's nose in it. That's why the world don't want nothing to do with it. They just don't. They're just sick of it. Whether they know it's right or not, they just are sick of it. You hear me or not? You have this schism crap, excuse my language, and you have this other mess. Love's not going to be there. You'll run the love people off because they can't take it. Did you hear me or not? This is a tough message today. This is us, guys. All right? But the radio crowd's hearing it this morning. The people online, you're hearing it too. You don't like me. Please hang in here. Come on. Now, you're the body of Christ. You guys, we, believers, we're the body of Christ, members in particular. And God has set some in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers. After that, what? Miracles, then the gifts of healings and helps, governments, diversities of tongues or languages. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all do miracles? Have all the gifts of healing? Do all speak with these other languages? Do all interpret what these people are saying? But look at this first set pretty loud with me. If you don't, man, I'm telling you, change your life if you'd be willing to change, if you'd be willing to listen. If you wouldn't be hard-headed like I've been all my life. If you listen, it changed your life, changed your family, changed your town, changed your job. Look at this verse right here. Say it with me. But covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you, say it, a more excellent way. Let's do it one more time so we get it down pat. Here we go. But covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. And then guess what comes next? Take a wild guess. The love chapter. He couldn't have set it up any better, could he? Talking about this, talking about this, talking about this, throws the miracles, the healings, the tongues... You want to know what causes trouble in the church? Schisms, divisions. I talk in tongues. You talking now? What are you talking about? <sighs> I want to go to a church where they miracle healing. There goes the church, all splintered. Did, it, did, you, did I lose you or not? Oh. 
I'm wore out. Listen, this church loves people. And I don't give a hoot if somebody doesn't think I don't measure up. Especially if they're another denomination or another Christian. Did you hear me? Yes or no? My mission is this lost town in Inglewood, Florida. And this is, these are my people. Anywhere I go, matter of fact, God help me more and more and more. If I see somebody that's different than me, that's uh, maybe doesn't have what I have, that talks different than me, that acts different than me, my prayer is, God, let me love them. Amen. Not that, ooh, look at them. If you knew me, you wouldn't need to come up our street, 109 River Road. Let me ask you, now, you're not on mic, so I'm just going to have to stay on mic right here. You went to my home at 109 River Road while you were on vacation? Hey, you, yeah, I'm li- okay, so you went to my home. Now, let me ask you, you found it. Did you go all the way into the street and turn around or no? Or did you turn around the driveway? You got out of the driveway in the bushes through all that growth? Wasn't it pretty scary? Sort of. She was with you. But it's not a neighborhood you'd probably want to buy real estate in, is it, buddy? You mean you wouldn't put plop a hundred grand down and pop you a nice home there? Now listen at him laughing. Listen, it's funny you come and hear me. It's funny. You wouldn't have come to my house. And I don't blame you. Would have cussed you out, would have run you off. I'm, that's probably what would have happened. That's just the way it was. Look at what God can do in somebody's life. The love of God. Amen. You think some joker slapping me in the head or is going to change me? If somebody did that, I'd pop them right back. Excuse me. I know that's being ugly. I'm not trying to be. I am trying to be sort of funny. I'm trying to make the point, guys, there's a more excellent way. There's a more excellent way than judging people. There's a more excellent way than, you need to wear a suit to church on Sunday. You need to read this Bible here, this one over here, this version right here. There's a more excellent way if you want to walk in it. It's not easy to walk the walk of love. That's why we don't do it. It's not easy to walk the walk of love. Boy, but once you start walking it, wow! Your whole world changes. You hear me or not? I was at the ball team with the ball team the other night on the sidelines up there and playing St. Stephen's Episcopal. Coach, you know them, don't you? Isn't that a nice field? That is one nice field right there. It's even, it's astroturf, but it's better astroturf than I've ever seen. It's got the kind of astroturf that has like grass on it and everything. It like, like, I could put that stuff on my head and I could have a wig. It's that good. It's some good stuff, I'm telling you. I felt so bad when I spit on the ground. I thought, man, I'm in the house. I can't spit on this stuff. But you know what I felt the other night? I'm on that sidelines late at night. I'm screaming bloody murder with those guys in their face. They're getting down. Get your head up! Come on! You know? And I'm just a volunteer. But anyway. But you know what? I felt alive. I felt, Lord, thank you for letting me love on these kids. They don't, they, most of them don't go to church. I'm right where I'm supposed to be on a Friday night. It was cool Friday night. Wasn't it a great night Friday night? I, mean, I don't know how many went to ball games Friday night. Woo, oh my gosh, no wonder we live in Florida. It was nice, but I felt so alive loving those kids. You hear me or not? That's how I feel at McDonald's. I know I'm talking. Are y'all okay or not? I go to McDonald's every morning. Every morning. I got up Saturday morning, and there was Kim sitting on the couch. No, it was Friday. It was Friday morning, Richard. And I thought, why do I go to McDonald's? There's my wife sitting on the couch. That coffee pot ain't but ten feet from me. I'm going to go down there and spend, you know, a few dollars. And I didn't feel like going. In the flesh... But you know what? The Spirit kicks in. And they, those people, believe it or not, they love me there. Why do they love me there? Because I love them first. 
I love them first. Because God loved me what? And so now, that's what I do. And I love those people. Richard, you've been with me lots of times. Is that the truth? That's the truth. And these are people that most of them probably don't go to church. But they'll say hello or... We're not talking about just the employees. We're talking about other people. But I'm talking about the employees that work there that hear crap all day long from people. They don't get it just right. Do we talk that way, Richard? And we're not going to talk that way. If you give me a cup of coffee for a dollar, I don't care how bad it is. That's a good deal right there. Amen. Come on. That's a good deal. And then big sodas for a dollar. I don't know how they make a living. Not on people like me. How many, when you get a big drink, you ain't just getting one? Let me see some hands. I'm so bad, I'll keep the cup and come back a couple hours later. You can do that when they love you. Amen. Come on. Guys, I'm just talking. Here we go. If you say, if you're the best guys all over the place. No, I ain't. I'm trying to make a point. No schism in the body. That's what causes our problems. This, this arguing divisions that every member should should care for one another. See, that's another word for love, guys. And let's say, you know, something happens to you and then you get all out of shape because somebody didn't some say to you, you know, something you was expecting them to. I'm going to tell you something right now. That's your problem. That's you not responding in love back. You putting expectations on all these people to treat you like whatever. Guys, that's a problem. Yes or no? Amen. We're not perfect in the church. But man, we need to try to make this, not just in this room, more than in this room, we need to make it out there. Yes or no? But don't, let, don't forget this room. Don't forget this room. Now this is huge, but covet earnestly the best gifts. That's what Paul said. And he said, say it one more time. Say it with me. Say it with me. I show you a what? So there's a better way in this day and age, and I believe these perilous times and end times, if, if, I'm going to say it again if I didn't say it already. You want to show a miracle to people? You want to go, oh man, I wish I could like make that guy lame walk again. You know, really, that's not what he needs. He needs you to love him. And that's the miracle today, in my opinion. Because we live in a world where there just doesn't seem to be a whole lot of love. And if there was ever a time for the church to shine, it's now. Amen? Did you know Florida's the lightning capital of the world? You knew that, right? Oh, yeah. It's the lightning capital of the world. That means strikes everywhere. I would love Englewood, be the, be, love Englewood Florida, and Port Charlotte, and area be the lightning of love. I wish we would be points of light out there just... Everywhere we walk. All over this town. And guys, I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy. You're going to have to get right with God to do this. Yes or no? Here's the cool thing. He knows you ain't perfect. So don't use that as an excuse. God can light you up. He can light you up. Amen? And you can light other people up. Amen? I've been working on this joker at McDonald's. And he watches these sometimes. He manages the joint. I like him a lot. He's like me 30 years ago. Tall and good looking. Yeah, I like this guy. No, but anyway. Malvy, Malvy. He loves the Chicago Bears. So that's a big reason for me to hate him. But you know what? I meet him right where he is. And he and I banter back and forth. And then I'll put a little word in every once in a while. I told him a few months ago, I said, I said, Jake, I said, if I had another business other than the church, I'm going to tell you right now, I'd want to hire you. Me and you would burn this town up. Because he's a go-getter. You hear me? I like him. He's a good people person. Well, the other day, I've just made friends with him a long time now, several months. And the other day, he was interviewing a fellow right there. Young man going to work. And I walked by the little booth where they sat in. And I looked at the young man. I usually always interrupt him. I don't care what he's doing. 
And I looked at that young fellow and I said, this guy would be a great guy to work for. He also is fun. He would make it fun here for you. I said, I really love this guy. And Jake said, boy, I never heard him say that. Well, I took my time to tell him that. I've been working on getting there. You understand? Did I lose you on that? Anybody understand what I'm saying? He was my friend. I made a friendship with him before I, you know, let him know. And maybe he's been seeing already this guy loves me. But now I, I was able to say it to him. You understand? Yes or no? And you know what? I left the restaurant. Richard was with me. I left. Well, if you call McDonald's a restaurant, I do. It's fine dining. But anyway, I left McDonald's, and Richard was with me. He wasn't with me right then, though. I was by myself when that happened. But I walked out, and I looked at Richard, and I said, Man, I just talked in tongues. What good is a, is a tongue language today? Excuse me. And you might disagree, but it's okay. Our world needs to hear the language of love. How about speak plain English to them? How about that? And if you can speak Spanish and they spoke Spanish, that's even better. Do that for them. Yes or no? Amen. But listen, how about today? They don't need to hear. That's something I don't know anything about, to be honest with you. I can't find it in the Bible the way people do it now. I can't find it in the Bible. I've looked at it really hard. But I'm going to tell you right now, I know one language this, this, this world would hear, and they'll listen with their ears open, and that's if we start talking the language of love. You believe that or not? How many... Oh, this is a tough question. I'm going to ask you. It's hard. It's hard because I might not like the answer. How many, when you came to fellowship, you felt some form of love here? Can I see some hands? And you don't need to lie. That's pretty good. It is pretty good. Come on. Come on. It's pretty good. But listen, listen, listen. I'm not going to say how many didn't feel loved when you came because I know there's some that didn't. But I don't want to have you pointed out just because you're being honest, okay? But don't think if you didn't feel loved here that I think that you're wrong. I'm sorry we missed it. Give us a chance. You hear me? Give us a chance. You know? And I'll take that on me. Okay? But let's do better. Yes or no? Amen. And let's work out here in this town. Raj, I know it's a totally different message than we wrote anybody. It's okay. It's okay. Half the time, I mean, you wonder what you get at church anyway. Maybe you got something. What causes a church to not function properly? Come on. Come on. Come on. Many churches today are cold as ice. You walk in, it's cold as ice. You're not supposed to act like that. You're not supposed to sing songs. You're not supposed to have drums. You're not supposed to do this. Who made you in charge? That's not the way love talks, is it? Yes or no? Come on, guys. Let's love one another. Yes or no? My favorite kind of music is, When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound, and time shall be no more, and the more I can lay it out on the floor, I can do it. But you know what? Nothing makes my heart happier than to see two of my own kids up here and other young people, with some older people with them, loving, singing music that honors the Lord. Have we lost our mind? That's good stuff, isn't it? Yes or no? Amen. Yeah, we ought to love them. Love them, baby. Amen. So anyway, I'm a little all over, but listen, cold, they're full of divisions. That's the word schism. They lack compassion for people. They don't keep the main thing of loving Jesus and loving people as their main thing. They're more concerned with what you're wearing. Do we have bingo? Whatever. Come on. And many of the churches today are dying, 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 dying because of mediocrity. We've always done it this way. And we're going to keep doing it that way. Bless God. Amen. Nobody's more old-fashioned than me. I'll go toe-to-toe with you. Old-fashioned. If I was to have my way at everything. I'm so glad. I felt This church makes me feel like I'm at the ball game with the kids. 
Because I'm learning. I'm 57 and still learning. Gary Clark, there's other people than just you, fool. Amen. Yes or no? But together, we got something going on here. You hear me? Yes or no? We know it's summer, but we've had the best attendance we've had ever in the history of the church. As far as summertime. Summertime. That's great. Yes or no? We just accomplished $550,000, almost there, debt-free. Let's praise the Lord. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Amen. Come on. Baby, we're doing good. Are we arrived? No, that's why I'm preaching like this. I'm trying to kick my tail in yours. Here we go. Roger, let's finish. i got to quit. I'm a, what? I want to go with them three points I got. See him? Don't make me come back there on you. <laughs> Roger and I have worked together for 17 years. And there's only one reason I still put up with him. And he's got the same answer, right, Roger? There's only one reason he puts up with me. It's a four-letter word called love. Here we go. Three reasons that a church or a local body of believers doesn't function effectively in love. I'm just going to throw them out to you real quick, guys. Here it is. Number one, talk is cheap. They've heard it. It's just the way it is. Talk is cheap. Paul said, look, though I speak with the tongues, this love chapter, tongues, languages of men and angels, I don't have love, I'm become as a sounding brass, a tinkling cymbal. To much of the, the folks that aren't in church, maybe they used to be, or they've never talked about the Lord in their life at all, it's because they think of us and it's just a bunch of noise. You hear me? Because we're not, they're not hearing the language of love. They're not hearing love. And we know that Satan's blinded their eyes. We understand that because we were that. Yes or no? Sure, we get that. But guys, what you say with your mouth to men, women, boys, and girls is the thing that matters most. And as senior citizens, you hear me get on you. Because I'm one of you almost. I just look good, okay? Just kidding. But anyway, this is just funny, me being funny, okay? But the thing is, is that, you know what? We can, as we get a little older, we've got more aches and pains, and we get more irritable. That's no excuse. That's no excuse for you as a child of the living God to use your mouth to be ill as a hornet, mean as a snake. God help you. You're a disgrace as far as I'm concerned. Did you hear me? I don't like it. Why don't when me and you go somewhere, you talk like that to them and see me jump all over you? That's no way to be. And guess what? I want somebody to do that to me whenever I'm doing that way. Listen, yes or no? Men, women, boys, and girls matter. Don't they? Praise the Lord. Come on. And sweetie, I found out you went to the Florida, but you went to, where'd you go to college? Did you go to Florida Bible College? Right here. You. Right in front. Yes. Where'd you go to college? I saw that. I thought that lady probably knows a lot about the Bible. And I thought, I better make sure I got my act together. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's funny. I saw that the other day. Praise the Lord. Religious speak is cheap, guys. It's not real. It's not caring. We've got little words we say in the church. Well, praise the Lord. Well, bless God. Did you know the world doesn't even know that language? You know? I'm not saying we don't talk like that, but guys, they want somebody real. Can you talk to them like real life? Yes or no? That's why this is work. Religious speak is not really caring. It's not going the extra mile. It's not making the extra effort. Love does, though. You hear me or not? Okay, just think it through. Number second reason the church doesn't reach people, they're not flowing effectively, is info overload. And I can be guilty of this. A lot of stuff I give you. Bing, 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 Listen, listen, though I have the gift of prophecy, understand all mysteries, all knowledge, though I have all faith that I could remove a mountain, but I don't have love, I'm nothing. Amen? But the church can give you this and that Bible study. You going to that one? Are you going to that one? Are you going to that one? Are you going to that one? What good are they if we're not loving people? Y'all hear me or not? Men's Bible study starting up tomorrow night. You're there. That needs to be a loving place, yes or no? Is it? Yes. See you. Yes. Charlie, is it? Ladies that go to the women's Bible study, 
Does there need to be love there? Is there? We can probably do better, can't we? How about we just try better? Yes or no? That's what people need. Yes or no? We're not saying don't teach the Bible, but make sure you don't leave the more excellent way out. Got it? Okay. Knowledge and wisdom is to be shared, not stored up. That's just learn, learn, learn. A lot of churches, we just shove it down your throat. Doesn't work. Stoical, that's my word. Love and churches should have passion. Say passion. People come here. I had a lady for a service. She said, when I first started coming to fellowship, you scared me. How many would say that? You just, I just put, you were a little put out by me. Let me see your hands. You look like, that guy's weird. He's odd. How many thought he's a little loud? Hey guys, have y'all been with me before right here? Have you been to this church before with me today? You haven't? Am I loud? Come on. I would rather be me and be passionate about what I'm doing than come in and go, la, 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 because I am leaving to play golf and watch football. I want a place that has some energy, yes or no? Good. I think that helps us here, yes or no? Don't leave it on me just to do that. Come on. Good stuff, guys. Now you know why I do this. Speak to people with love. Speak to people with understanding. Speak to people, my word, with what? Genuineness. Wonder what that means. Quit being a fake. But I love you. I love you. I'm not saying you're a fake when you do that. I'm just saying you need to work on that. Work on that. Genuine, yes or no? Well, I told them I loved them. A lot of husbands and wives do that. Why do you not think I love you? Well, because of the way you live with me all day long. Yeah, but I said I loved you. Didn't you hear me? No, well, I may have heard it, but I sure didn't see it. And women are great. They can hear tone. You can say, I love you, and they take that as, I hate you. I mean, that's, they're good at this. So is the world. The world's not stupid. The world is full of brilliant, smart people. And they're finally catching on that a lot of the church is a game-playing, money-racket thing. And they don't want no part of it. Amen? But if you're here or listening online, that's not who I am and that's not who we are. I could preach out in a barn or outside. We're blessed. Yes or no? But that don't change who I am. And if it does, that's a day I want to pack it up and quit. Come on. Last one, and we quit this morning. Dead sacrifice. He says, though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, I give my body to be burned, and I don't have love. It doesn't profit me a dime's worth of nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Giving without love is what? And it's what? It's weird. Some people are in a weird marriage because there's this It's just, there's not a lot of love there. But there's this giving, there's this, it seems like it, but guys, the greatest of these is love. If you don't have two nickels to rub together, but you got love, you got something special. Yes or no? Me and Kim, Kim, are you in here? Let's talk about her. Me, I'll qu- close with this, guys. I'm done, Raj. If you would, read the rest of chapter 13, and you'll see. Let's don't even put it up. Is that okay? Just read the rest of chapter 13. It starts telling you what love is. Just check it out. We'll put it online, but go and just check it out. Read it on your phone, your scriptures, whatever. Read it and just see if it doesn't make a lot better sense doing it that way. My anniversary was on Monday to Kim. Seven years. I was married 28 before. And I loved, and I loved hard. And I was left. And it killed me. It killed me, man. And uh, 
My daughter swears up and down I've got PTSD from it. And she's not kidding because she works with people like that all the time. But, but hard things come in our life and it does hurt us real bad. Yes or no, guys? Yes or no? It hurts real bad. I mean, I'm a tough guy. But to say that didn't hurt me. So I had to make the choice. One of them, I couldn't sleep around and be a man of God. That's not right, is it? Is that changed these days? Can the man of God go do that? I didn't think so. Yes or no? Unless I hadn't heard lately. So this hurt girl named Kim, real hurt, real hurt. Her children were hurt real bad. And actually, the guy got prison time for doing it. She was really messed up. My wife, Kim. And she took a shine to me, and I didn't like her that much because I only knew how to love one person. But you know what? The Lord touched me, and my heart just said, don't sell her short. She was on food stamps. And I just say this because it's the truth. She didn't have the best clothes. They didn't fit just right. She didn't have a lot. You hear me or not? Got kids and babies you're going to raise and feed. What you going to do? She did what mamas do. Amen. Say, sacrifice, right? So I, I went out with her another time or two, and the Lord, Lord showed me that's a special person right there. She's just a lot like how you grew up, Gary, with nothing. And we just celebrated seven years. You know? Yeah, praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Listen. And I got to go home because the Vikings are playing. But she and I went to Farlow's the other night on our anniversary. How many were at our wedding? You were at our wedding. Thank you for that. You made my day. You helped me so much. Thank you so much. But we went to Farlow's where we had the reception years ago. And after our meal, I said, let's play a game. Let's name something that we've seen accomplished in our life in these last seven years. Did you know we went back and forth for over an hour naming things that we've seen happen? Did you know when Kim and I got married, Mitchell was away from the Lord? He came home on her watch while I was married to her. Came back to serve the Lord. That's just one of like a hundred things we went over. So here me and Kim were broken. We didn't have much when we started. And I could just tell you about all the things I have now. But I'm just trying to say, if you don't have anything but love, you got something. And Kim and I pray for us. It's still, I still struggle. I still struggle. She probably struggles with me. I don't know why. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you do, don't you? Some of you just met me for the first time. I don't lie with me with that man. I'm telling you right now. I know, I know, I know. But the bottom line is we have love and we have everything. We have something special that we can give our town, guys. And this has just been like us having family talk today before all these people start flooding back into Inglewood. Amen? I think it's been a good time today. Amen? Let's thank the Lord for His Word. I'm done. I'm done. Praise the Lord. Good stuff. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love you guys. Amen. Come on. Let's stand on up. Man, I have gone so late. I'm sorry. Man. Oh. Sorry about that. Let's just close pretty quick. What are you doing back there? Got an electric guitar. What are you playing? How about this? Guys, if you're not a believer in Christ, you must be saved. You must put your faith in Jesus. Let me lead you in a prayer where you can talk to Him. Lord, help these today. Everyone in this building, everyone listening on radio, everyone listening over the internet, Facebook, Lord, I pray that not one will, will leave here, here lost, but that everyone will absolutely put their faith and trust in you, Jesus. Not in me, not in themselves. They've heard it pretty clearly did today. That love is the way. 
And God, you so loved the world, you gave Jesus for us. But you said we must believe. We must believe. So I pray for folks right now, Lord. I pray that right now in their hearts, right now in their hearts, right now in their hearts, no game playing church mess. They're putting their faith and trust in you. In Jesus' name. Sing it with me and we're done. Here we go. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind. But now I see t'was grace, t'was grace that taught my heart to fear. And grace my fears relieved, how precious did that grace appear the hour I first believe. Bless us, Lord, as we go. Help us to, to really drink this in today. Lord, if I'm any judge on what happened today here at this place, I know it was good for me. It was good for me. It was good for me. So, Lord, I pray that's over and over and over again with folks here today. They'll say, boy, that was good for me. Help us do something with it, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's thank the Lord again. Y'all are gone, man. Let's go. Thank you for coming today. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. If you need me, I'm right here. I'm not running out that door to go to some ball game. I'll get there when we get there. Don't worry about it. Amen. Unless you're a Packers fan. Because we're playing the Packers, and I'm not talking to you from here on out. Sorry about it. See ya. <laughs>